I thought I would um, do a little bit more on this. I was um, listening, not listening, but um, listening with my actual eyes, reading someone's post. And it was, it was quite interesting because it's kind of like the opposite for me. Um, like, I am like, I hate this type of thing, but she was like, anything that you hear about me, believe it and add some if you want. <laughs> and this is just one of her posts. And I thought, you know, I wish I could have said that years ago because the types of things that people come away with um, that I've heard about other people and I've actually like believed them and been actually really quite concerned and then found out later and it actually took me quite a, a while to even consider that it might not be as exact as the person had actually said it because I couldn't imagine that that person could ever say anything other than exactly the way that it would be um so today there's still like a question in that although I did hear that this person actually said something about me and this person is very important to me in fact and it, it's just something that didn't happen at all and I'm like how could you even imagine something like that anyway so I kind of understand these um types of things but for me it's actually a little bit more than that um I did actually read someone saying yeah someone some people like to make them um selves more interesting than they are or something like that and it, and then she says yeah she hates to, or she loves to find out about all the the same person that was writing said they love to find out about all the weird I'm not going to say the word but imagine what goes in front of what letter goes in front of this itchy things that she's done <laughs> and uh, <laughs> yeah the exciting and then the letter before itchy things that she's done um yeah, um, for me, in some ways, part of what they said there is actually the opposite, as, like, our crest, our family is from St. Uh, Paul, it's just means, you know, humble, so actually it's quite the opposite, um, but yet it's in ambiguity, because even though it's humble, it is regal and royal at the same time. Um, so we're just going to go a little bit into not the not just the spiritual uh, sovereignty um, and also the ability to have a destiny of, of that kind anyway um, in and through God, but something that is through our lineage as well as through spirituality in Christ, but looking um, at our crest, for example, so I'm going to talk a little bit about this is not something that I would normally do, I suppose, being that it is humble, um, but we will boast of it to boast in Christ. Okay, so when I talk about it, it's not boasting myself for the family, it's boasting in Christ. So let's have a look then. Um, I'm going to break down some of the, the parts of our family crest so that you can have a look and understand a little bit more about it. Okay, so first of all, um, in order to have a crest, not many people have crests um, unless they are legally bestowed 
so it's not one of just these Abrahamic, Abrahamic, I'm just going to have faith and just magic one up. It's um, the crest that we have is very serious in that it's entirely legally done and it has been around for hundreds of years. So it's not something that I've just drawn myself. <laughs> I just haven't got the, you know, the doodling pen and paper out and decided I'm just going to make myself this little crest. No, um, this is a legal crest. Um, and so usually uh, a legal crest would be given to those of royalty or the nobility. Later on, other families, well, our families, um, obviously, as can be seen with the crown, although around the neck in the first version, that's royalty. Um, so not just nobility, but it's royalty. And uh, what you uh, get to symbolise royalty is the crown, first and foremost. You're not allowed to place a crown on any crest unless it is a family who is legally royal okay i know that we've got that out of the way and then let's look on to the next part so the other part that you recognize with regards to royalty whether you know you go about living your life like this or you live in and amongst the people living like a normal life or as normal as possible um, in any case, how you would recognise um, someone of that nature, let's say if you are just someone that doesn't really know a lot about these things or you just think it's what you see on the TV or you just, maybe you have like a false idea of it, you know, based on like the kind of like the worldly materialistic like idea of what a royal is, right? Or the devilish idea of what a royal might be, like the Herodian sort of idea. It's not like that for us, thank God. Um so let's look at um, what else you'll look for in a crest. So you'll see that the stag's head, which has the crown around about its neck. The reason that the crown is round about its neck is because it shows that the family, um, through legality, has um, married into royalty. I lifted and ascended that up personally in God legally, um, spiritually and earthly. So divinely legally and uh, legally myself, uh, temporarily. So divine and temporal law has to link together. There's to be more um, that is to be done, obviously. Um, but that's the state of being, that that should have been the case in 2018 before, like, you know, when I was born, before I was born, whatever, because, you know, you're formed in the womb, you're predestined, what you're going to do, who you are is predestined then. But, you know, being probably humble as we are, we wouldn't have done that. I have lifted it above that um, into, you know, what I have been given in the spirit and what I know anyway to be true to um, that new level and stage. And it links very much glory to God um, into... Saint Paul, when we look at Saint Paul deriving from Saint Paul, um, is that crown of glory that when Saint Paul is lifted up, when Saint Paul is received in, in and with God, which Saint Paul was, all the saints have, 
he'd be given this crown of glory as well. So it nicely reflects that too, even although I'm Vicky Semple in the lineage of Semple and, and then, of course, in God's lineage as God has chosen for my position as well. So the, the varying degrees of our identity, if you like, across spiritual and temporal um, realms is highlighted very nicely and interwoven with Christ's rising in me, but also the links there across timelines with St. Paul's crown of glory as well. So that's seen in my own version, but in the old archaic version that's been around for hundreds of years, you'll see the crown around the neck. Um, and so that's an actual crown. That means married into royalty. But now, of course, we know it's far more in-depth than that. It's a spiritual um, thing and chosen by God so it's actually more elevated than just simply marrying some people that are earthly royals okay so but in any case it's marrying into a family that are on a temporal level and um, have been recognized as royals okay so it's a royal family um, the other aspect that you look to with regards to royalty or nobility is the helmet so the presence of a helmet um, shows that there is um, a very high rank um, in terms of uh, levels of authority. Um, usually sheriffs, uh, uh, other nobles, lords, etc. And then, of course, uh, for us, it's, it's a higher state than that. It's royalty in terms of the level of authority and sovereignty. Um, but these are the different types. You would also have knights as well. So knights and, uh, and lords... Um, basic, you know, I'm saying basic is not definitely not basic. The basic no, um nobility in terms of like um a helmet would be where you have a helmet that is. I think it's one that's opened something to do with it being opened or closed, and also the amount of bars that there are on the helmet as well. So, the fact that there are um bars on the helmet states the level of superiority in terms of authority and the height of nobility. The fact that there's quite a lot of bars on there emphasises this point. Okay, so now we go down to the next part and um, on the actual crest itself, so down from the stag which sits at the top, which shows what's at the height. So the height, so we've got a stag, which is also, before we go further down to the bottom, the height of the stag is obviously um, a sign and a symbol of Scotland. It's also wild. It's also the white stag. So that's your basically your symbol for um, godly wisdom. It's spiritual wisdom, spiritual knowledge beyond the veil that the family has. So um, we're talking wisdom, we're talking uh, understanding, you're talking uh, royalty, clarity, and the horns as well at the top, the fact they're blue as well, is all linked into Scottish royalty. So we have the hunting horns at the bottom and um, down below um, the helmet. There are three hunting horns and I'm not going to explain every single aspect of this because I believe that it's important to keep certain aspects quiet. But in any case, you'll see that there are three. This is also a symbol which relates to the Trinity, the Holy Trinity, the fact that there's three, it's a tri, um, it's triangular as well. And um, we have the 
the red and the white bands on layer two. The hunting horns also are showing links as well to that of England. So despite the fact it is showing um, a Scottish link at the height of it, there's also the links there with the English um, roses, the flowers that are attached to each of the hunting horns. Of course, you can understand what this means with chasing the wisdom and then what happens with regards to royalty and the way that things are presented. So one runs free, runs wild <laughs> and has the wisdom. The other is searching for it, um, has the ability to um, try and achieve that to some certain extent and can reiterate that. The the um, actual horns also link to that of the victory, the victory of Christ. Royalty is always linked with God. Um, well, where it's really godly, that is. Um, so it's a, a God-given authority. As I say, the victory as well, linking into um, the Trinity there and back to Christ. The red and white as well is symbolic of um, the victory over the cross. Um, it is, uh, some might say, well, these are kind of uh, the colours from the English flag as well, but they're actually very much linked to the, the highest sovereign, which is Christ, in that um, it's in the blood, it's in the DNA, and it's also um, linking back to clarity and purity as well. Keep Christ um, is about keeping um, your trust, your faith, but it's also about keeping a divine appointment. Okay, so that's just a little bit more about our family crest for all interested and that want to know a little bit more. The crest is an outward expression of something that happens inwardly. From the spiritual realm with God. And in my post on this, I ask you to reflect. And for me, I had to go beyond even that of the family. For many years, I was thinking and reflecting on the fact that so many people have different versions of even the name simple and then, you know, looking into what that means in terms of a, a wider family, a, a clan, if you like. And then we're brought back to that sense of the family that we actually have and are in God. And the nuances there across just that of actual earthly families, but to the spiritual family that we have in God. Pray and commune and remind yourself what God says about you. God is love and reminds us that that is one of our main purposes is simply to receive God's love. You know, when you think more about the family 
God, you think, and you know that you're in a royal priesthood already. Despite what you know of your own physical family here on earth, if you accept God and you're accepted by God, you are a royal. You are in the royal family. You are in the royal priesthood of God. And it's about asking. So it kind of um, draws to mind of these hunting horns in terms of the hunting for the wisdom and furtherance in that. And then the white stag, that link to going beyond the veil, searching a little bit further than just what there simply is and asking, what do you want, God? What is it? that you want me to do. And maybe it's not something that you have to actually do. Maybe it's just simply to know that you're loved by God. And that could be the most important possession from which to then take every other aspect of your life forward from. So I encourage you, no matter what your family is, whether you even have a crest or not, Perhaps maybe you have been brought into one family and even you're still questioning that furthermore. But there's nothing more important than putting God first and the spiritual family that God is to us, our spiritual parent. And working from there at the core There is nothing more important than that. Well, thank you for joining me for this um, lovely little podcast. Just, you know, it's a really interesting way of catching people in that look to the physical or that look or caught up in their family and what they're doing or who they identify in terms of their worldly aspect of who they are. And drawing back further in, even further in unity with the Holy Spirit. Thanks be to God.